previously on Live at 605. I did ask the DJ to play Bad and Bougie by Migos. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, for two this year for asking DJs to, DJs to play that for they, me. They were not having it. John Malin. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from a beautiful downtown Toronto. Yes. This is the season premiere of season 23 of Live at 605. That is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We're also coming off of our 10 year anniversary of doing a podcast. That's insane. February 6, 2013 was the very first episode of Live at 605 called Relationships Part (laughs) 1. I highly recommend nobody goes back and listens to the first eight seasons of the podcast. I feel like we found our... Well, the interesting thing is... It's good you brought this up. The the very first season, you weren't even... Supposed to be on You were just a guest, but, but it's because... 10 years ago, I loved podcasts, and every podcast I listened to were comedians, and comedians just had guests on. So I thought if I was going to do a podcast, I would have guests on. And the first few episodes we do, we have different friends and stuff. But then I realized, especially 10 years ago, a lot of people didn't really listen to podcasts, yeah. nor did they want to be on them. So I just kept bringing you mm-hmm. back and back to be on them. Is Serial still a podcast? I don't think they've done a new season for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, yeah, the, the serial was the murder mystery one, which is about 10 years ago as well. But, uh, but a, a lot of the first few seasons I try to be like wacky or not even wacky, <laughs> but like I'm looking at the record right now, war of the worlds. And I did an episode based off of war of the worlds where I pretend that there's an alien abduction. Yeah. I think it's called, this is the end. I think it's the season one finale. That one. I'm still ha- I'm still pretty proud of that one. Ah. But like I used to do some episodes just like by myself and that was one of them. This is the end where I would talk. I talked for half an hour and then all of a sudden I pretended like aliens were invading the world. I still think it's a cool idea. I mean, you guys can go back and listen to that season yeah, if but you want. I feel like I was only not part of 20, like two seasons, maybe consistently if. Well, we can go back and look at the artwork. I think the first five seasons were just me as the host and you were just like coming on all the time. But... <laughs> Yeah, but you also remember 10 years ago, you didn't even really, you didn't, well, you don't listen to any podcasts other than our podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's evolved. I, I like where we're at now, mm-hmm. but it's funny if we started a podcast now, if I were to start one today, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be what we're doing right now. It'd have oh, to damn. be like, well, because if you think most people who start podcasts now, unless they're super famous, mm-hmm. it's like a niche thing. Like if we were to start a podcast today, it would probably be a Jersey Shore rewatch podcast. I mean, we could still do that. Oh, for sure. But what I'm saying is we would get more listeners because you would get people who want to listen to people talk about Jersey Shore. That's true. We'd Whereas, ride that fame. I'm still surprised people other than like friends or even family listen to this. Like, mm-hmm. why would you... Let's just say... Let's not downgrade our podcast. No, but are you looking for someone who does a podcast in, like, Idaho that you don't, like... Not necessarily, but... but you know what? what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not trying to diss anyone. I'm just saying, like, it's mm-hmm. interesting that people around the world listen to this when we're just two people in Toronto talking about our day-to-day lives. But I think that's what, you know, is so relatable. I told you this when we were starting the podcast, or you were starting the podcast, is just talk about real things, because people generally relate to real life and can see themselves or hear themselves in some of the stories. And then, you know, we've heard this time and time again, 
yours and my banter basically sounds like you're sitting at a table hanging out with your friends. Yeah, exactly. So I do think that's accessible. I think it's fun. I think we're witty. No, we're very witty. Can I can I read you what the first season, like some of the episodes? So the first three, just to see what we were talking about. Yeah. First three were called relationships, and they're all about how we started dating, which again were, were fun stories. Mm-hmm. The fourth episode was called Top 25 Dead or Alive. And this is by myself where I talk about my top 25 most played songs on my iPod. Okay. Fifth episode is called In Loving Memory of Big Wreck. And this <laughs> one we had Danimal came on. We talked about our love of Big Wreck and Thornley about going to concerts and meeting the band and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Next episode is called First World Problems where you come back on and we <laughs> talk about first world problems. The next episode is called First Firsts. Does it say like what type of first world problem? Let's see. Uh, this is the description. We welcome back fan favorite Val Gomez to the podcast. <laughs> we talk about first world problems from our golden thrones at Club 605. Find out why Hannah Simone promised me a cookie after an elevator ride. And her Rob... New oh, girl fame. Yeah. How did our fake bachelorette parties get us to Croc Rock? So that's the story <laughs> of yours. We play... Oh, we used to play more games. We had a game called Can I Get an Ad Lib? Mm-hmm. And we had Was It Worth the Hassle? As I sassed someone called Jungle Beach, which was... Our oh, old neighbor. Damn, jungle Beach. Plus band of the week. We'll have you dancing all through the night, which I think is escorts. Oh. So we used to play more games and stuff like that. Which is funny though, because in our pandemic season, we did no games. No, I know. Yeah, we not really. Uh, the <laughs> Where best we ga- had nothing to do. We the, decided not to play the any. The best games. game we ever played was is that an athlete or a porn star? Hundred percent. But here here's an interesting one. Episode eight, Concert Chaos. We got a full house at Club 605. So drinks were flowing this oh, night. Oh, St. Lucia. Wasn't it? No, this was Dan and Sean. Okay. Come by and we talk about um, concerts. And then you like come in, in the background. So we talk about the best concerts, like going to see Wyclef or The Darkness. Oh. So that was their first, the first mm-hmm. Boys Town Brew. The next episode is called It's Chaboy. Remember I used to have like, when I would have those funny like. Um, stings. Stings. But I would use, I would do segments with like someone called Chaboy who had like the high pitched oh, voice. Yeah. But that's before we knew what the podcast was, and I thought I would try and do like unique episodes all yeah. the time, right? Or before you could get canceled. Well, no, I didn't say anything crazy. <laughs> Remember that old accent you used to do? Which one? I no, I didn't do any weird, like an old person. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> and then mute. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Listen, that's why I told don't. Listen to like season 10 upwards. Yeah. But yeah, the um, this is also funny. The 11th episode is called The Mind of a Madman Who Walks Down the Street. And that whole episode is me walking, walking down fr- the street, walking from work home. Oh, and just talking about things I see. And then the season finale is called This is the End, which is when, yeah, basically I talk about an alien invasion. That one I still think holds up because I was putting music and sound effects. Yeah. But you want to know what the season two premiere was? We're, no, I'm just let, okay. Yes. Anyway, no, keep go. going. No, no, well, go, go, go. It? No, it's called Relax. We're in Barbados. So, Aww. anyways, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say though, with people, if you're jumping into the podcast now, the seasons, I think things kind of pick up and like get really real. I would say is probably like season 16, 17. Really? What do you mean? Like, like we're buying the house, we're getting married, like those kinds of seasons where there's like real shenanigans. Yeah, but there's also a bunch of other like really good episodes before then, I would say. We like, put out a top 10. 
Yeah, but that was pretty old. I feel like. Yeah. I'm just trying to see, like, I just want to see what a random episode in season like nine is. And then we'll get into everything. I'm just, it's curious to go, like, mm-hmm. d- take a trip down, like, memory lane for some of these things. So, like, season 11, episode two is called Golden Money Penny. <laughs> and it's, uh, I'm just trying to see what it says. Um, so, uh, we break down the, uh, we just talk about new shows, Kanye West. You had a horrible brunch service, and I looked for some humanity during a snowstorm. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, 10 years of podcasts is pretty fun. I also think it's just crazy because one of the things that I think you and I do really well um, is when we go out for dinner, we still have no shortage of stories. Right. So it's like we still enjoy like chatting and like whatnot over dinner and everything. But then like I just find it really cathartic to come home and be like sometimes it feels like work to like do the podcast, yeah. but I usually just enjoy you know, coming down and having that discussion for like an hour and just like mm. recounting some of our fun adventures that we've had. That's why there's so many. There's over like 250 episodes here. I, know. That we've done. I can't believe it's been 10 years, but I feel like the pandemic, the three years is like a blur. Yeah. So it doesn't count. So it's really only been seven years. No, I, <laughs> it's still impressive that we did episodes during the pandemic. I told you some of the descriptions of like the early days of the pandemic mm-hmm. is like we saw a spider and there was a raccoon outside that we had to like <laughs> chew away and stuff like that. Anyway, so. But season 23, yes. I will say, is no shortage of shenanigans coming out of the gate. We're going to talk about like adventures on our Christmas holiday break. Yeah. Go to New York, some shenanigans there. Well, next episode is a two-parter. Yeah. We'll be all about New York and just the insanity of that trip. It's such a huge, epic story that we have to make into two episodes. Um, We're obviously going to Montreal. We have some other trips. We have some, like, fun uh, friend hangs, Super Bowl parties, etc. So I think this season is no shortage of fun adventures. Well, even we sold and bought a lot of new furniture and we, met a bunch of strangers. Yeah, we went on a mystery adventure yesterday. Oh, yeah. Didn't we do another mystery adventure? Mm, I don't know. Anyways, well, why don't you give out your contact information for everybody? So if you've been wondering who the fuck's been talking to you for the last, like, 10 minutes. Do you think anyone's (laughs) jumping in? This is their first episode they've ever heard. You never know. I hope it is. I hope we have some new listeners. That's true. It is Val Gomez 23, and you're going to want to check out a lot of the things we're talking about today are on my Instagram. And, yep. Yeah. And then follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. And then uh, live at 605, search us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or Twitter. And you can find all the stuff there and all the best 605 posts are on Instagram. And I don't even want to promote Facebook anymore. Like, I want to pull our 605 page from Facebook. I yeah. feel like it's just such a waste. Well, I was going to say, for any of you guys who follow it on Facebook, just migrate over to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right? It's definitely where more consistent things happen. Yeah, so do you want to get into this episode? Yeah. So I think we left off the season 22 finale was your birthday Mm -hmm. and just how we did all uh, all the stuff for you and everything. And then why don't we talk about Christmas and how that went over because your birthday is two days before Christmas. Yeah. So one of the things I love that we do, but this season, for whatever reason, just seemed way busier Mm -hmm. um, than usual. Uh, Busy for a lot of fun reasons, though, too. We usually take three weeks off. So we get like the holiday week Mm -hmm. and then we kind of pool our vacation and take two weeks straight. So the first week when we took it off, 
um, it kind of felt like that blur again. Cause last year I was getting my eye surgery and stuff and That's we still, crazy. we still had to do, um, like a lot of, or you had to do it, the Christmas shopping. Whereas I feel like this time around, we still had to do Christmas shopping and yeah. prepare for like the holidays. Cause we were going to drive up on Christmas Boxing. Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve. To sorry. Ottawa. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> we're just getting things in order, essentially. Yeah, like you said, all those busy things. So uh, did we do Christmas before we went to Ottawa? No. Oh, yeah, like the day of. Yeah, and so for your birthday was the coffee maker, right? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, okay. So did you always know? Like, okay, so one of the things, and I always talk about this with, like, my friend Lou or our friend Lou at work. Um, he's like, what do you get John for like presents? Do you guys still do presents? I'm like, I love getting people presents. I love doing experiences. And so the one thing I knew for like this year was it's hard to do a trip, right? So we always kind of do a concert is usually our thing. Um, and then there's like one bigger gift I would say. And so for me, I always knew I wanted to get you the headphones Right. Right. And I'll, I'll break that shit down. Yeah. And then I was struggling to find a concert. Yeah, it's very tough. I had the same struggles as you, whereas I couldn't find a good concert. Because like you said, we like to kind of get ex- each other experiences and mm-hmm. stuff. And last year for Christmas, we got each other concert tickets to the same show, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> the but this year, show. this year I had the exact same problem. I'm like, there's no concerts that mm-hmm. have been announced yet that we would want to go to. So. For Christmas this year, and I was super excited. So I got John, although I got the wrong book and then I saw it under the coffee table and I had to go back and return it, was the Hip Hop Volume 1. Right. The Encyclopedia right. book. Yeah, I love uh, that book. You love it, but you already had it. Yeah. So then I bought it by accident. Right. But then I found a second version yeah. of a book with like hip hop quotes. And it's not, not even quotes. It's like... Uh, or like short stories. Short stories based off of like rappers. So there's one like whole chapter about like Mac Miller and creativity. Mm-hmm. So it talks about him, but how you can use, how to find your creativity when mm-hmm. you, when you are stuck or you have writer's block or something. So it's all these things or it's like confidence, I think was a, a chapter with like Jay-Z quotes mm-hmm. or there's like uh, Jay Cole and there's Dr. Dre. It's just like really cool because it's cool illustrations mm-hmm. with like uh, well-written articles about certain things that might help you, whether it's professionally or mm-hmm. personally. And it relates back to rappers, which is like everything that I, I love. So it's really, really cool. And I also feel like one of the things like you actually sit and read books, whereas I like like magazines and yeah. journals when I'm at home. But I also love when we go on vacation, especially to something like more beach oriented or sure. um, just somewhere where we have more time, I guess, like not like a weekend trip. Yeah. You tend to take these types of books and like plow through them. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to hear more yeah. stories from those books. 100%. And then I was like, okay, um, oh my God, what else did I get you? Hold on. I'm just pulling up the pictures. That's okay. I know you got me, uh, well, the concert that you did. The concert. You did find a concert. Oh, so this is the struggle this year. So I thought John mentioned to me that Jamiroquai (sighs) was having his like 20th anniversary of one album. I think it's his 30th anniversary of traveling without moving. So I debut album. (laughs) So I don't know Javariquai well enough at all. And what I heard was, oh, he's putting out a like anniversary album. And I'm like, I'll go get it from Sonic Boom. What I believe what I said was I think for the first time ever, he was putting out his greatest hits on vinyl. Or like a double greatest hits or something. Basically, there's two pieces of vinyl that I 
dying to get. One of them is Jamiroquai's High Times, which yeah. is his greatest hits. The other one is Outcast's Greatest Hits, which is not available on vinyl. So, yeah, I mentioned that. I think it, yeah, it was something like for the first time ever, High Times by Jamiroquai was becoming available on vinyl or it was like being reissued by, I've never been able to find it or buy it. So I got so excited. Like this was like overconfidence and right. like I was like patting myself on the back. I go into Sonic Boom and I fully, which is a record store in Toronto, and I fully see a Jamiroquai album like front and center as if there's like a halo around it. Yeah. I fucking snatch that shit. Like last one on the shelf. Yeah. I go pay for it. I'm so excited. Wrap that for John. And John's like, this is the wrong album. Well, no, well, first, it's not the wrong album, but the We funny, had it, but the, oh, no, wait, no. hold on. This was even shittier, because what I love about the 605 studio, when we come down here, we have a record player down here, yeah. and John puts up, like, an album well, in the actual, like, record, like, standing up because, as, like, inspiration. Exactly, because I still work from the basement sometimes. I put up an album that's, like, going to kind of inspire me. So which album was up inspiring me at that? <laughs> the Jamiroquai The album. exact same one you bought me. <laughs> And if I didn't have that album, it would have been perfect. 100%. But I was like, oh, I already have this one. <laughs> but I, what I said was we can return it. That's true. And then we can buy High Times, which is exac exactly what we did. 100%. And it was great because now we have two. two. No, we only have oh, one. Oops. We returned the one that we oops. had doubles of. Yes. So <laughs> I got High Times and we listened to it. And it was a fantastic record. That's Jamiroquai. Yeah, the High Times. Two Jamiroquais. You yeah, returned one of them, though. But now we have the other one. So now I have two Jamiroquai albums. I think I have, no, I have three Jamiroquai albums on vinyl, to be honest with you. Oh, damn. But no, that's that's <laughs> one of the albums I've been dying to get is High Times. It's fantastic. It's the best, greatest hits. And I know I've played you a lot before, but I remember the first time I played it for you over the Christmas break. And you're like, oh, this is him or this is him. Right? Like I did not know him a, a lot. So I was seeing a uh, friend of the podcast. Miranda's seen him in concert. Jealous. Jealous. Um, I haven't. Me neither. So for any listeners out there who have seen Jamiroquai in concert, we would love to hear your experience. But if you also know if he's touring near you, please let us know. The problem with Jamiroquai is he's huge in Europe and like Asia, mm -hmm. but he's a basically, I'd say a two hit wonder here in North America. Which is crazy to me. He just never hit here other than Virtual Insanity and Canned Heat. Yeah. Other than that, he never was huge, but it's, it's what makes me laugh. It's why Dan and I are such good friends. Is it wasn't like Dan introduced me to Jamiroquai. Mm -hmm. I just always liked Jamiroquai, mm -hmm. and Dan did too. So again, Dan saw him in 2005, probably the same concert Miranda went to. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny that we both loved the, the guy, and then I got you into him, but I would... He doesn't, he doesn't come to North America to play at all. So if he ever comes back here, obviously... I, in a second. I would go see him in a second. And then the last one... Okay, so I'll, I'll do the two big... More. Two more. I'll do the big one, and then I'll do the littler one. Um, so then one of the things I love about John, obviously, is he's super creative and really talented, and I always feel like really talented, really deserving, nice people deserve the right tools to work with. And so I'm using my drum headphones... Um, for the studio headphones. And then I know like you're obviously working in like two settings. You're obviously yeah. doing the podcast as well. Um, I do a lot I, of editing that requires audio. Yeah. Uh, and editing. you actually are an amazing sound designer mm -hmm. when you do a lot of content. So I got you the new AirPods Max. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so those are like pro art, hardcore 
headphones yeah. um, from Apple. Mm. I've never used them before. I just had a bunch of teammates saying like they were outstanding and great sound. So like, what was the first song you listened to on them? Can't remember. You were like, uh, holy shit, I didn't hear all these layers. Shit. Now it's going to bug me. Because uh, you were like only listening to that. Was it? Uh, uh, well, well, well. The, this wasn't the first one I listened to, but basically there's one night where you went out and what I did was I lay down on the couch, put the headphones on and listened to albums and mm. read the hip hop book. So I remember listening to Igor by yeah, Tyler, the that creator. Was that was one of the first ones. But it wasn't that. There was a different one. No, I'm just trying to look at the best of if there was something from there that I listened to first. I think it... Oh, shit. Uh, I forget what the first one was, but... What made me, what I liked about the headphones was, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back. And Denzel Curry put out an album oh, yeah. in 2022, which I liked, but I didn't love. But then listening to it with the headphones on, I heard it just differently, the sounds and the music. And it made me mm -hmm. appreciate and like the album so much more. So I spent a whole night reading the book you got me and listening to like rap songs. And, and I listened to War of the Worlds on my headphones. Jesus. Which was a great experience. No, I'm, I'm definitely excited about them. Like one of the things, and like you and I love music so i mean we'll listen to anything it there's something so different even like when we're making dinner we always try and do like one record and just like the ambient sound is so different than like the home pod so yeah. different than the airpods than airpods max and whatnot and so i love just the depth of sound when you're listening with headphones like i remember when i first got my airpods and i listened to like david bowie changes and i'm like Holy right. shit. Right. I, I think the first album I listened to was Kendrick's new album, Mr. Morale. Cool. And I think it was DNA was or not DNA, yeah. And and ninety five was yeah. the first song I listened to. But so good. But then I also I told you I used my headphones for work stuff and I went back and listened to an old project I worked on and I was like, Oh, I would have made three audio changes just based off of mm -hmm. these headphones, which was cool. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And so then it brings us to the last gift. So for whatever reason to John's point earlier, there were zero concerts announced yeah. for Toronto. Even now, it's, it's... It's like slim pickings. It's almost March, and there's barely any big concerts announced. And, like, to be fair, John and I, like, we, we run the spectrum of music. Sure. But then also, like, there's usually, like, maybe we go see two stadium shows a year. Right. Maybe one. Right. There's nothing that we're paying for. Well, like, Beyonce's coming, but I don't want to see we're not Beyonce. Seeing, we're not a Beyonce family no um and then like i've seen beyonce back in the day which yeah, was great sure but like we're she's done. not our cup of tea cup of tea yeah cup of tea oh boy <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah but it, even like smaller indie shows like nothing was coming not through much. here no and so we're like what the fuck um so anyway so i was just looking up stuff and we really got into always mm -hmm. um Last year or the year before, I would say. No, I think their album came out last year. But we liked, but yeah, we liked them previously. previously. But yeah, their last album that they put out in 2022 was really good. Yeah. And so I had, right, this was kind of like the basketball game where I bought John the wrong tickets for his <laughs> uh, birthday. Right. Uh, for, um, what you going to call it, the playoffs right and so you didn't buy the wrong ones oh boy but anyway so i saw always was playing toronto but it was before christmas and i'm like i'm not gonna get you a christmas gift that's like december 16th so i was like sorry this is just always in the yeah. background just so people hear so they're canadian we just can't yeah. remember where they're from i can look it up yeah. as you talk, talk about <laughs> right 
Um, but anyway, so the original concert was December 16th. I was like, fuck that noise. I'm not going to get John a Christmas gift before Christmas. So we're rolling the dice. And you know me, I don't really look up things, but I no, did look up. Um, we are going to go see Always at the M. Telus building yes. in Montreal. Exactly. The first weekend in March. And so super jazzed, one, because I've never been there, but you've been to that venue. I was there like 16 years ago to see the best concert of my life, which is Wyclef <laughs> Jean with uh, Danimal. So that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, Wyclef. If I have the pictures, I'll post them on the Instagram. But Wyclef basically climbed to the second balcony mm. and was like jumping from balcony to balcony like I he was that. insane uh it's a really cool venue i haven't been there in 16 years but i absolutely loved it so when i when you told me where the venue was i'm like i think i've actually been there before which is amazing it looks outstanding the acoustics are supposed to be amazing downtown montreal we haven't been back to montreal since 2019 when we bought the house exactly so yeah. it'll be nice just to go back and hang out there um and then yeah those are the gifts so here's uh, where do you? I'm going to give you multiple choice as to where always is from. Do you think they are from? Um, are they from? Are they Canadian first? They are Canadian. Okay. Are they from Saskatchewan, Manitoba, or P Prince Edward Island? One of those three is where Prince is where they're from. I want to say PEI now. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I guess. Always is a Canadian indie pop band formed in 2011, originating from Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. Whoa! And they're currently based in Toronto, Ontario. So I didn't... Yeah, they're Whoa. an East Coast PEI band. Damn. Which is kind of crazy. Cool. So, no, those were, yeah, fantastic gifts. Super excited. Mm -hmm. We leave for our Montreal adventure in less than two weeks now, which is totally crazy. Totally road trip. So, no, those are fantastic Christmas gifts. Way more than you, you should have gotten me, like between the records and the headphones and the trip. So I'm super excited for that. But it was very, very awesome and a uh, great Christmas for me, which is yeah. fantastic. So I can tell people what I got you for Christmas mm -hmm. if you want then. And yours is tough because your birthday is two days before Christmas. I never want to like blend the two things You're together. So I want to make sure that you get two distinct, <coughs> excuse me, gifts. Like I never wanted to be like, okay, your birthday is a big gift and Christmas is some little gift. So... For your birthday, we got you the big coffee maker, Ooh. which took us like weeks and weeks and 100%. weeks to figure out how to figure Super how to use studying it. for that but one. But now it's good, right? Now oh you, my God, you, now it's outstanding. Now I'm a coffee snob. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. So the first thing I got you, which is kind of tradition, is crazy socks. Love me some crazy so socks. So I, I can't remember what kind of, I think they were Christmas. Was it um, reindeers or something like that? You got me penguin crazy penguin, that's crazy right. socks and then you got me santa yoga socks oh that's right yeah so i always <laughs> like to find you crazy socks which is always fun mm -hmm. and then i also got you a new subscription to the atlantic which i love so as you mentioned you like reading magazines and you love totally. the atlantic i got you because one thing about you that stresses me out oh my god he's stressing out already is you don't charge anything of yours <laughs> And you called me the other day, leaving work to be like, okay, I'm going to walk home. I'll let you know when I need you to pick me up. And you're like, oh crap, my headphones died. So, you didn't have your headphones charged. I know. So one of the things, okay, hold on. This is a small aside, but it just is like, you know, when you have a partner that comes to bat, it's one of those things I never think about until something happens. And so you're- That's all I think right? about. And so it's like, I really don't charge anything to I the know point you don't. where when I was in Vancouver- in early December, there was like a point where like my Mac died, my headphones died, my phone died. And I'm like, 
why are all these usually work, right? Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, John charges everything. But then it, it went one level further. And I was like, I haven't charged my water pick since I bought it, right? Which is like the water shooter for your teeth. And I'm like, does John charge it? It's <laughs> so it's just like so sweet that it's like all these things I don't think about that you just do and they just naturally work and so it's because i'm like dwight in the office when he gets fired yeah. and michael comes in he's like why is like uh the plants die plants are dying and this and that and it cuts back to like dwight just like watering the plants or vacuuming the carpet <laughs> yeah. or like rearranging things on his desk yeah. so it's like yeah when you're not here i'm charging things i and know it's so sweet though yeah so my point being is when you go to bed or when we would watch tv after dinner i'd be like give me your phone i need to charge you you'd be like no it's fine it's fine <laughs> but i'm like you don't you got me a charger next to my bed. Yeah. So like you get stressed out. You're like, your phone's at 20%. I'm like, yeah, but it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm going to charge it overnight. I don't need it to yeah. charge right now. Whereas you would go to bed with your phone at 50%. And charge it in the morning before work. For like 10 minutes. So yeah. I, I would get stressed <laughs> out. So I ended up getting you a phone charger for next to the bed. Yeah. And it's life-changing, I think. It is. For maybe, maybe it was more of a gift for me than for you. But <laughs> I now know you wake up in the morning with a fully charged phone. Which is, again, life-changing. So that was some days I don't charge that shit at all at work. Exactly. I'm on the go. I, oh, of course. So, so that was another gift I got you. And then one of the other things I got you was um, one of the records we loved is the Getaway by Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we have been stocking that record everywhere for vi on vinyl, on vinyl for years, for years. And it finally, kind of like Jamiroquai, became available. Where'd you get it? Uh, Amazon. Oh, damn. But I mean, still. <laughs> still, I know. But so we got that from Amazon, which was great. So we listened to that, which is a fantastic album. Mm -hmm. And then other music-related things was... Although had, it has a Pazuzu on it. I know it does. Which Savannah called out. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, a Pazuzu is a raccoon, for anyone wondering, who's new <laughs> to the podcast. And then you have uh, your awesome band, which is... What's your... What's your band name? Fuck the Bridge. It's still Fuck the Bridge? Still Fuck the Bridge. And I think because of the pandemic, obviously you guys couldn't jam a lot. So my, my one of my gifts to you was to uh, just help you book a couple of sessions with the band mm. so you guys can go and jam and stuff. Because I know sometimes the hardest part is just being able to, to book it, right? Totally. So uh, Especially because the new place we go to isn't as easy. Like you have to call them to book yeah. it. So I just figured because you haven't, be able to jam in a while i'm like let's just book it and then i'll, I'll pay for the first couple of them mm -hmm. this is my gift to you and it's already worked you've already gone jamming you guys are jamming in less than in a week now i know which I'm is awesome so the excited. band's back together band is doing it i love it the place is so rock and roll I know. i'll tell that story on yeah, another the, one another one yeah that <laughs> even that story is a little crazy <laughs> so that was good and then also like you mentioned i could not find any concerts i searched high and low mm -hmm. and nothing was available and then randomly we kind of liked a band called the sacred souls and they were mm -hmm. a band of the week maybe three episodes ago and i i remembered i'm like oh yeah i discovered which them which is like motown soul r&b kind of yeah. style and i'm like randomly i was watching jimmy kimmel live and the band on the on the episode was the sacred souls and i was up late enough so i'm like let me just see what they sound like i'm like okay they, they're pretty good i didn't love them but i'm like you would like them especially if you're doing stuff in the background and then i'd say over christmas they were kind of our go-to band where you just put them on when we were mm -hmm. making dinner or if we had friends or family yeah. over. It was kind of like the lobby cipher exactly. of this year. So, and I do remember, yeah, you would listen to them a lot while you were working. Yeah. We, or we would be like, okay, let's search. Have, sorry. 
Go ahead. I was going to say, because they don't have a huge catalog. They have one full album, yeah. maybe a couple EPs. Totally. So you could listen to it and then listen to it again release. So I found you were like listening to them a lot. So I went on their Instagram. I'm like, let me just see if they're coming to Toronto, like a long shot. And just so happens they were playing the legendary horseshoe in mid-January. I'm like, okay, well, this is great. Let me, we totally. haven't been to the horseshoe in years. It's a legend. Anyone who doesn't know the horseshoe, it's at uh, Queen and Spadina. It's a legendary small, small bar in Toronto that famously a lot of big bands will sometimes play shows like the Rolling Stones have played there. And it's just, it's a legendary bar music venue that anyone from Toronto would know about. So just check it out if you haven't heard of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is great. So I ended up getting us tickets to go see uh, the Sacred Souls, which I think you were excited for, right? Oh, damn. Yeah. And then finally, I kind of, uh, yeah, for my birthday, you were great and got a very generous gift card to Lowe's for me to be able to buy the barbecue that I always wanted to get. So I knew I wanted to get you keep things musical and I wanted to get you, I wanted you to get a new instrument, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to buy like a bass or a guitar because I wanted you to be part of the process because you know what you want more than anyone else. And I, I, so I was like, rather than me buying you something, which I have bought before, like the drum kits or like mm. the um, strum strum kit or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I want you to be able to pick out and choose exactly what you want. So I just got you a gift card to Long McQuaid. Which was super fun. So this is kind of jumping a couple um, beats, but a couple, like when we got back from Ottawa yeah. during the week that things were open again, I think it was kind of like we... It was like snowstorm, not snowstorm, snowstorm, rainstorm, snowstorm, rainstorm. That was kind of right. like the three weeks that we had. Yeah, but it was, was on rough. it was on one of the days where the weather was a bit lighter. We didn't really have anything going oh, on that day. That's, yeah, that's when we ran. We went to Knuckle Sandwich. Exactly. That's right. Right. So we were like, oh, let's just go do like a random day. Yeah. And we'll bring the gift cards along and McQuaid if we want. So, yeah, to John's point, we went to this awesome little find in like the East end called knuckle sandwich. We went there, I think the first year in the pandemic, I think so when things opened, um, and was really fun. And then we're like, do we want to go to long and McQuaid? Do I want to buy a guitar? Yeah. And so it was one of those things I had been like, you know, two things I would say when I stock something, I know what I want. So then I, it's hard for me to deviate from that, but I knew I wanted to buy an electric guitar, um, because I missed playing it. Because I typically, when we play for the band, I'm playing bass, then piano, sometimes drums, yeah. sometimes acoustic. Sure. Um, but I wanted to learn how to do riffs again. Right. Um, and I used to do that a lot when I used to live at home because I had Brandon's guitars. Yeah. And so it was just super fun. But also it's really light to play while I'm just working from home behind the scenes or on a meeting. Mm. I like fiddling with it. Sure. Because um, I can just sit in the chair at my computer and do it. So we went to Long and McQuaid. And the cool thing was they had like a Les Paul to starter electric guitar plus amp, mini amp yeah. and everything. And we got a really crazy cool deal on it. But mm. it was like, oh my God, I just bought an electric guitar. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so it was so cool. And then we jammed after. Yeah, what was the first few songs you were playing on there? I'm trying to remember. Um, I know I did like some... Uh, like Beatles, like I did oh, like yeah. Blackbird. I did two right. of us. We did, um, while my guitar gently weeps. We so did. Sad. <laughs> That's a, such a sad song. I know, but it's so good. It's like, near, near, near. yeah. Right. I had to play you. Um, Wu Tang did a version of while my guitar gently weeps okay. where they sample it. And I don't think they obviously don't have John Lennon, but who, who's John Lennon's song? Son? Song? 
Son? 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 Sean Lennon's son. Sean Lennon? He plays guitar. Okay. Wu-Tang. Uh, or Julian. Okay, so the song is called The Heart Gently Weeps by Wu-Tang. And this is from, I don't know, probably like 10, 12 years ago. Oh, it's John Frusciante. Sorry, plays guitar in it. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's not a great song, but this is... Um, hold on. Kind of like how Pusha T did the um, John Lennon. Jealous guy? Yeah, which I know you. But tell me what you think of this. You're not, you're not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. When everything in Macy's, Lacey, short haircut, with long arms and fuck niggas got See, I like the keyboard. Because it's being faithful. Is it? Yeah. My nigga, they clap. No, I told you I don't even like this song. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just telling you that uh, Wu Tang does a version of Guitar Gently Weeps. So. Cool. But you like jamming again and playing music in the house and everything, right? I always love it. Like now, I feel like I'm playing piano more. We just finished learning as it was Harry Styles, yeah. uh, which was good. You and I were jamming to Ooh Yeah Yeah Yeah's Burning. Yeah, we did together. That's right. Which is great. So no, I absolutely love my gift. So I think we both did pretty well for Christmas time, which is good. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, uh, the day after your birthday, and if you guys remember, on your actual birthday was a huge, huge snowstorm. The mm-hmm. power went out. We saw a very uplifting movie for your birthday, which is called <laughs> The Whale. Yeah. But we had a great day for your birthday. And then the next morning, woke up er- bright and early and ended up driving to Ottawa, which is, uh, well, sorry, this is... This is teasing things, but when you got the trip to Montreal mm-hmm. for the concert, did you mention this? The idea was this to be our first road trip in the oh, new Oh, no, car. I didn't. Yeah. So we, um, in the previous season, if you're coming in cold yeah. to this season, last year or last Late, season, last November, last November um, just based on some challenges we were having with our existing car, I Hyundai Elantra, within a month, we had to basically... Buy, buy and re- sell yeah research and buy a new car and outside we never really had gone through that process before no. so that was a lot of fun but we yeah when i got you the tickets yeah for always for montreal i'm like oh this will be our first road trip in the car exactly like we were going to go to ottawa but that's just a trip we've done a road yeah. trip is like i mean it's typically a place you haven't maybe been to yeah. it's a bit further so yeah that that just teases that we'll just say this montreal is definitely not going to be the first road trip <laughs> We did a very, very long road trip already, and that's <laughs> yeah. all I'll say for that story. But, yeah, we decided to drive to Ottawa on a snowstorm, so it was really crazy the day before. It wasn't really snowing on the 24th. Yeah. And we decided to drive up to Ottawa, and I think you did the first half of the drive, right? Like, And you were feeling – were you feeling confident in the car now? Yeah, I think one of the things is I was terrified of the car when we first got, got it because the windows were tinted, like, pitch black. And I drove it the first night we got it pitch black while it was raining. I wasn't used to the settings. I didn't adjust any of the settings and I just started going for it. So I had this like everything just basically failed me and I failed as a driver. Oh, so you then, didn't. Um, I feel like I've redeemed myself. Of course. But uh, yeah, driving to Ottawa like a month later was not scary at all. Um, the weather, it was just taking its lure, but the highways were fine. Well, I they were it, only until we got... The detour, we couldn't go yeah. on the, what, the 401 was like blocked for half because so many cars had spun off and stuff. Yeah, that was actually the crazier part was just so scary to see so many trucks and cars like abandoned in like 
the ditches or yeah. like in the side, like off the shoulders and stuff. But yeah, to John's point, we got, so John and I usually split it. It's usually like a four, four and a half hour drive to yeah. Ottawa on the regular day. I think this took us like six hours. I think so. Um, And we split it. And so the 401, if you're driving from Toronto to the 416, and we yeah. usually take the 416, but I think that's when it detoured no, us. No, no, no. Way, way before then. Oh, damn. We were only on the 401 for maybe like 45 minutes. So like, did I drive in that weird area? You drove we in both, the weird We both drove in the weird area. Oh, oh, okay. And the super weird area was me. Yeah. But yeah, we had to be taken off and take, I think it's the 7, which is like mm -hmm. kind of the more scenic route where... It's more like through Tweed. Tweed, exactly. <laughs> Peterborough, we drove through yeah. too. But it's a lot of like one lane highway. So mm -hmm. it's if you're stuck behind someone slow, you're there until there's a passing lane. Totally. But I mean, the car was super safe. We had the winter tires and we just, we felt confident driving it and everything. But yeah, you were definitely like, at one point we were driving down like a suburban street and we're like, I know. where the fuck is this detour taking us? Yeah. We're like, we're never going to get there. I felt like we were in every like Hallmark movie. We're like, we're going to miss Christmas. I know, but we got, got to Ottawa safe and sound and <laughs> got to show off the new car to everyone, which is also exciting because our nephew Maddox, who is six, yeah. is a big, big car dude. Yes. And we were hoping to get his approval. What did he say about cars is so funny well he said he liked our car and then the funniest part was again he's six years old and we we're in the basement and i'm talking to him I'm like maddox when you get older and you can drive what kind of car do you want and he said well if i have a lot of money i definitely want to buy a tesla i'm like all right <laughs> he's like but if i don't have a lot of money your car <laughs> and i'm like dude this is a Volvo. Yeah. Take the cheaper yeah, cars. Right. So, it just made me laugh. So, so he's such a jokester. I will also say over the holidays and like most recently last or last week yeah. was the first time I've ever sat in a Tesla. Oh, yeah. You've done it a few times now. Two. Yeah. Two times I've sat. So December, early December, when I, we had the event. I sat in a Tesla. It was one of the Ubers I went in. And then just on Thursday, I have never been more stressed out to get into or out of a car. Yeah, they're confusing. They're I've never so been confusing. in one. They're so confusing. I'm like, why would your window clicker be your door handle to get out of a Tesla? Right. It was That's so, so weird. It was so confusing. And I was so stressed out to get in that the guy picking me up mm. thought some guy on the sidewalk was also with me. So oh. when I got into the car, I was like, why isn't he moving? And yeah. I think because I took so long, he thought that that guy was with me. Oh, wow. He was just finishing a phone call. Weird. It was very weird. Well, luckily we have a Volvo. Which and we I know, know how, how to get into it. How to get in and get out. Well, that was one of our criteria. We said we didn't want hidden handles. Exactly. <laughs> we, we basically got everything we wanted with that car, which totally. has been awesome. So... Went to Ottawa and had a really good uh, Christmas dinner and got to open presents mm -hmm. with everyone and just had like a really good time. I think even though it was freezing, like Ottawa is always 10 degrees colder and mm -hmm. has like at least 10 to 20 more centimeters of snow and they were hit hard with snow and yeah. everything. We still did our, our walk around Canada, which is what we usually would totally. do, right? So that was good. And then uh, the next day on... Uh, Christmas, Christmas. We actually went to the movies with my mom. That's right. So we saw, I saw another feel good movie. Yeah. We saw, I think it's Ray Fines in the yeah, menu, the which menu. was basically this like elitist restaurant where people get like lottery ticket to go to or something. And then, but like, it's like a twist because like crazy things happen. So yeah, the description is a young couple travels to a remote island to eat and to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef Chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. Spoiler, the surprises, they're cannibals. Yeah. Kind of. So. But yeah, all these things happen and 
it's like uh, all these wealthy people who maybe have some bad history attached to them mm-hmm. and are bad people. It, mm-hmm. it was interesting. What do you think of the movie? Uh, I mean, I feel like we've seen better films, but it was fine. Well, the, the problem was when we were looking at movies, it's like there was the new Steven Spielberg movie, which is three hours long. Oh, God, no. There was a Babylon movie, which is three hours oh, long. Oh, God, no. There was um, Avatar, which is three hours long. Oh, God, no. So you know what we're not going to do is go see a movie that's <laughs> Three hours long. Especially with you're with the two worst people to take to a theater for three hours. Yeah, because you, you and my mom are both notorious for, sorry guys, <laughs> falling asleep. But uh, We're tired people. The good news is we didn't fall asleep during the movie because I don't know if you remember, the people directly behind us talked for the whole hour and a half. Oh my God, that's right. And so we picked this movie, I think solely based off the fact that it was only an hour and a half, which yeah. I'm like, perfect. But yeah, the people behind us talked for the entire movie. And it was to the point where now my whole thing is I want to turn around and be like, actually respond. Be like, well, I think Gary should have done this to his like driveway. Like actually like being part of it. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, we've started to go back to movies now over the last year. I Mm -hmm. honestly don't really miss movies. I never miss movies because the movie experience nine times out of 10 suck because people are either talking or the seats aren't comfortable or someone leans back and mm-hmm. hits you in the shins or something. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Well, we did see 80 for Brady. Well, yeah. I was going to, yeah, tease it. Like, yeah, the next movie we saw was 80 for Brady. We should keep save that one yeah. for the next episode. <laughs> but that movie, luckily, was also an, an hour, hour and, and a half, half, which was good. <laughs> but when we saw that movie, we did meet and talk to a celebrity. Oh, yeah. Which we won't say anything about yet, but... How did we not get a picture? I like leaned into that hard. But we met a celebrity, a very well-known celebrity. You talked to him. That's all I'll say is a he. Yeah. And uh, it's an epic story. So Totally. Another celebrity sighting that we had, which is kind of crazy. So... Movie was fine. It was it was okay. It was okay. I think it's on Amazon Prime now. But it was it was fun it just kind of get out of the house and just the three of us did our thing. So then we were like, okay, well, I guess Boxing Day. We're like, yeah. we're gonna drive back to yeah. Toronto. Toronto. Um, so that drive was, I feel like, pretty seamless. Well, the four hundred one was open. Yeah, but do you remember what we did on the drive home? No. So you really, really wanted to listen to Live at Six Hundred Five the oh, podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it might be fun to listen to like the first few episodes when the po- pandemic started. And you're like, no, let's listen to the podcast from three weeks ago. Yeah. So we ended up listening to like three episodes of the podcast. That's because I was listening to it walking to work and I started laughing one day. I know. I'm like, we just recorded these like a week ago and you wanted to. <laughs> but do you remember what happened when we listened to the podcast? So this is where, and like Sean said this once too, that we live life and have dialogue like we're in a podcast, even if we're not recording but john and i are listening this was so like inception we're listening to our podcast and literally the reactions john and i would have in real time in the car were the exact same reactions in the podcast exactly so we don't skip a beat no so that was a good drive home and i think we got back and just kind of relaxed and stuff and then it still took like six hours i think yeah still took a long time to get home but uh, and then I think for the rest of that week, we were just kind of doing stuff around the house, had a couple of days here or there. Mm-hmm. And then this, this will be all next week and the week after that. But then we had to get ready because New York city was coming up. New York, New York. And that is a crazy story. Like you want to talk about celebrity sightings. Totally. We have one of the craziest, craziest celebrity sighting stories 100%. in New York. But that's an epic. It's gotta be broken down into two episodes. We're going to break it down. Say. But I think one of the things was too. We didn't do anything for New Year's, did we? 
No, we watched the White Lotus. Oh, yeah. None of our friends were doing anything for New Year's this year because no. I think a lot of people were sick. We didn't want to get sick before New York. Exactly. Um, And then we were just like, oh, things were so expensive. So I think there was like a small chance we were going to do something. And Oh, no, the murder mystery party. Right. We were supposed to do the murder. murder, murder. murder, murder. Our friend Maddie was hosting like a giant murder mystery party. And so, which is really cool because she writes the whole thing and like does like the catering and whatnot um and then everybody either got sick or was stuck somewhere yeah and so then on group chat we were like oh, okay we're all into this and then it was like dropping like flies and then i got the saddest solo text from maddie saying we're gonna postpone it <laughs> so but we, we ended up watching the white lotus right i finally gave into the white lotus and watched it yeah i like the second season better than the first but i did too even though i didn't like it when yeah, i first you watched like it, it when you first watched it but someone made a good point which is the first season of the white lotus was made like right when the pandemic we were full below pandemic so if you remember the first season you say full below pandemic i meant to say full blown <laughs> no, pandemic <laughs> but uh <laughs> But so the first season, they don't really even leave the resort, which makes sense. Yeah. Here's an isolated location they can stay in. But season mm -hmm. two, it's so much bigger and grander because it's like, okay, they figure out COVID restrictions. So yeah. it's like they're driving around islands or on ships. Like, mm -hmm. So it makes sense the second season was better because it was bigger. Totally. However, and this might be controversial. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I do like Jennifer Coolidge in the first season. Oh. I feel like she was very much herself in the second season and got the Emmy. I don't think that's a hot take at all. I agree with you. Right? And then we were saying this yesterday, but I was also researching about it last night, is that I like Abbott Elementary. Really like it. Yes. But now, controversial opinion, I feel like it's really leaning in hard to Parks and Rec in the office. Like, yeah. same story arc. So we just watched an episode where... It's basically it? an episode of The Office, Pam and Jim. Yeah, Pam and Jim. And what's her name? Janice? We should no, really know uh, this. Well, there's Roy. There's, oh, um, Karen. No, 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 no. On Abbott. What's the main chick's name? Oh, it's, uh, it's Janine. Janine. Yes. Janine and Greg, right? Yeah. We're basically literally having the exact same storyline yeah. as Jim and Pam and Karen. Yes. So it's just like, mm, we've seen this before, but they keep getting the Emmy. I know. And I'm like, nah, I don't know. Yeah, I think the show's good. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's not my favorite show. Like, we're rewatching Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now, and we're, like, dying laughing watching that show. Yeah, but I also feel like that show, because it's Let's, too sensational, they'll never give it to them. No, I think Andy Samberg maybe got nominated. And I know um, Captain Holt always got nominated, <gasps> but I don't think he ever... Maybe he did win once, but... <laughs> yeah, so uh, well, we're almost done here. We can do a couple more things. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, New York is going to be a huge trip. One thing we booked, but we never ended up doing until yesterday, was two years ago for your birthday or for Christmas, <laughs> I got you an experience called Guess Where Trips. Yes. And it's an experience where you pick a road trip, but you don't know where you're going until you get these like envelopes mailed to you. And you kind of pick a theme. I want to go to wineries or a small town or mm -hmm. a haunted area. Mm -hmm. So I picked Christmas theme. Yeah. So we're like, we're going to do it this year. So we picked like, what, festive frolic? Yes. And we got, we bought it. Uh, we got the envelope with all of our things and then we just never got a chance to do it. <laughs> but we did it yesterday and even though it wasn't festive outside. We definitely frolicked. We definitely frolicked. So that was good. We're going to save that. We'll though. save that for sure. And then uh, do you want to talk at all about trying to get the coffee maker working or like the experience with that? 
Yeah, I think it's just, so one of the things, and I hate reading instructions. Like You, shocker. Me, shocker. I do not read instructions. I jump into things out of feel, gut feel, (laughs) and experience, or I'll watch some of a video. And the person doing the video is very, I'm very, you know, influenced by how fast and quick they get through and the production of a video. So anyway, John and I over the holiday break have studied like countless hours of video. And when I posted that, I got this awesome new coffee espresso machine, right? So many friends who had similar ones are like, don't get frustrated. It's going to take a while to figure out the settings. It's not just like press a fucking button, all this shit. And I was like, don't worry guys, I got this. I have, and they're like, you're going to waste so much coffee, like just to get it right. We fucking watched like 54 videos and then like every day would waste like five fucking grinds of coffee. It was so stressful. Um, and it was to the point where I wanted to quit. Well, yeah, and we were watching, so sad. We watched this one video of this guy who just like coked out. Like he was like, <laughs> he was off a five day coke bender trying to teach us how to make coffee. But then that old bird. Well, yeah, was then like, there was like an old bird who was, was just like straight laced, like, straight laced. And but her video was like 20 minutes long. And I'm like production value. The, exactly. It was just crazy watching these videos. And then we finally just figured it out. Yeah. And it works, and now you it's it's been great, right? right? Yeah, like, the only thing I was going to say, and this what? is the one funny part, especially because John and I are obviously both have, like, we're in production, is that when we watched these videos, like, it was so hard to find the perfect video for us. I know. And I was like, why didn't we just make a video? I said this I exactly about buying the house as well. It's like the you things could. that we, like, needed, the things about getting laid off, like, what happens when you're dressed and your teeth fall off, right? right. It's like... Those things that I'm like, we never made, like we have the podcast, but we never made the video. So right. the thing that John's not saying is the 20 minute old bird video. Yeah. We actually watched the whole thing. Oh yeah, of course. So, so like, and like she would get mad at just us for watching yeah, it. She's like, pay attention to this part. If you don't, it's not my fault or whatever. It's like, oh my God. And then the other guy was just like, so coked out. He'd be like, pull this out and then put that like, in. and Take the tempa and then yeah. the rise <laughs> The crema and all this stuff. Like, what the hell? And he would like cut to different shots of people in like bean factories and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And he'd come back and he had like white powder under his nose. It was crazy. It was crazy. And he was also wearing like a silver suit. Yeah, that's right. See, if For those of you guys who watched Entourage, you know who you reminded me of? Scott. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Scotty, uh, yeah, 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 the guy who worked with E. Yeah, yeah, totally a Scott. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> but we got it figured out, which is great. And uh, best coffee, best ever. coffee ever, best lattes ever. So, so much so that somebody tried to give me a weird latte at Earl's. Oh, my god, the other day, and I sent that shit, you sent back. that shit back. That was crazy, That's too. Crazy, but I did it laughing so she didn't get sad. Yeah, I, I, know. Get, I felt all awkward. Yeah, she gave you a. She knew the machine was broken, but she gave it to me anyway. That's what I mean. That's a bit fucked up. She should have said, "Our early, coffee machine's not working. She's not, not working, working, so I'll try it. Give it a sip." But she didn't. Even Ew, when she gave it, why is she drinking my? No, thing? not you. I meant not her. I meant you. Oh, I was like, she's no. not gonna try it. I mean, but that's the part that felt weird. It's like she gave it to me. I also looked at it, and then I'm like, I'm not accepting this shit. No, but I did taste it. Yeah, just to make sure. Well, I could look at it though. Lots yeah, of you didn't want you to be an edge queen or something, <laughs> whatever that means. I'm a coffee queen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen. Yes, queen. So we can end this. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my favorite things that happened this year. I know we're only in February. Is uh, 
Fridays, new music comes out. And uh, I get excited when new bands uh-huh. come out that I listen to that I know you're going to like. Because it's, like you said, we like to listen to music while we make dinner. Uh-huh. And one of my favorite, well, I, he's not even one of my favorite, but just someone I like is this rapper named Little Yachty. Uh-huh. And if you guys don't know what Little Yachty sounds like, this is what he sounds <laughs> like. I am not as much of a fan of Lil Yachty. This is technically uh, Playboy Cardi, but this is Lil Yachty. Anyways, Lil Yachty is just, he's a straight up rapper. Mm -hmm. I like his music a lot though. He's not my favorite, but he's really, I I like him a lot. And so anyways, uh, a couple weeks ago, he was putting out a new album and I I made a note to talk about him. And you want to know what autocorrect said? What? So his... What I wanted to write was Little Yachty, let's start here. Uh-huh. And the autocorrect said, LOL, Gary, hey, let's start here. <laughs> so Little Yachty had For a new- For those of you who don't know, Gary was also our code name to get into like different restaurants. <laughs> That's right. When we'd order sandwiches. LOL, Gary. So uh, about two, three weeks ago, Little Yachty dropped a new album called Let's Start Here. And obviously I like his music, so I was excited to listen to it. And I was, uh, I was listening to it on a Friday morning. I was like, oh shit, this ain't rap at all this is like psychedelic rock music it mm-hmm. sounds like mgmt and tame impala and um jamie xxx and mac demarco and mm-hmm. as i listened to him I'm like okay this song's fire this song's fire the whole album was really good and i kind of i think it, there's like 12 songs i kind of stopped around song seven because mm-hmm. i was working i didn't get a chance to really fully listen to it and i knew we were making a fun dinner i think we were making pizza that night yeah. right and so i i told you i'm like Listen, I got an album tonight I want us to listen to. It's kind of controversial. Kind of controversial. I'm like, it's Little Yachty. And I know you know who he is because I've played him before. But I'm like... I was already shaking my yeah. head. I was like, let me, let me stop you right there. It's Little Yachty, mm-hmm. but it's not rap Little Yachty. This is <laughs> Little Yachty on his Tame Impala tip on totally. his MGMT feels. I'm like, this is psychedelic Little Yachty. So I'm like, let me say this. I like it. I don't think you'll like it. His voice is weird, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I think you'll like the production and the instruments and the mm-hmm. musicality. I'm like, I think you'll like it. And you're always good. If I have something, you always at least try it. And if mm-hmm. you don't like it, you'll be like, oh, that's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And I put on the first the first song, which is called Black Seminole. What mm-hmm. were you thinking as you heard this oh, album? It was this, outstanding. You liked it, right? right? And I was like, this is so weird. Yeah. I don't like Lil Yachty. And yeah. then I'm like, it, it, like, but then we're listening to the album, yeah. like the full album while we're making dinner, every song minus like two, yeah. I absolutely loved. Yeah. So much so when I went to work the next day, yeah. I listened to it while I was working throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. And so I know, like, I think I said to you, I'm like, oh damn, am I going to post a story about Lil Yachty? I know, you never album? did post Lil Yachty. I never did because other shit happened obviously along the way. You post about Lil Yachty. He could use your support. I know. Didn't you listen to it at Sean and Tesla's too? Well, so this is the funny thing is, so you like the album a lot. We've listened to it a few times now. Yeah. I'm like, you're, I love the, it's right now. It's my favorite album of the year. There's a good chance it's going to be my favorite of the year. Whoa. Quick question is if he came in concert, would you see little Yachty? No, no. Okay. What if you, <laughs> would was play- you, I felt like you wanted me to say no, yes. But what, if he was, what if he was playing this album? Just this album? I don't know. Maybe. What if he's coming to history? Yeah. If he's coming to history and playing just this album. <laughs> so are anyway, you designing a concert? Uh, I don't know. He hasn't announced anything, but <laughs> anyway, so we love this album. And I was like, I remember even just that night, the first time you listened to it, you're upstairs changing and you're mm-hmm. like, is this still little Yachty? I'm like, yeah. You're like, I love this album. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Like it, it's just, it's all the bands John yeah. um, mentioned. It sounds like, or feels reminiscent of. And yeah. so 
give it a listen. Wasn't it um what you call it? Uh what? Who's the guy from The Roots? Oh, Quest Love. Didn't he do a whole like thing? Yeah, about he did it? a huge post about how it's like a brilliant album. Mm-hmm. Of course, Pitchfork sucks, and they gave it like a six out of ten. They're <laughs> haters. But yeah, I went over to Sean and Tesla's house to watch a football playoff game, and we were all talking about music and stuff. And I think the game was okay, but it wasn't like we had to like really watch and listen to the mm-hmm. commentary. And we were talking about music, and I gave I told them the same thing because they obviously also love Tame and Paul and MGMT. They have a lot of the same music. Uh, Taste. Taste in us, except obviously they don't like rap music as much as I do. Mm-hmm. I gave him the same speech, and you told me I probably shouldn't have said it like this, but I'm like, hey, look, there's this guy, Lil Yachty. He's a rapper. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think you guys would like this album, but he made a psychedelic album that sounds like Tame Impala and MGMT, and so mm-hmm. I'm like, if you guys are looking for something new to listen to, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're going to like it or love it, yeah. but I'm saying we liked, I loved it, you loved it. I'm like, it's it's cool. Sometimes what I think is the disclaimer going into an album yeah. is the problem with sometimes getting people to listen to it. I know. Because it's already an informed bias right out of the gate. Yeah, but I'm also not, I'm maybe trying not to hype it up. Like, this is the most life-changing thing since no. John Lennon met Paul McCartney. Like, <laughs> if I'm like, oh, this thing, it might not be your cup of tea, but it's cool. Like, that's yeah. how I try to do it. You can just be like, here, I have heard a new album. If you guys want to listen, let me put it on. Yeah, so they, they put it on, and Sean and Tesla, they have really nice music speakers. Mm-hmm. And when that first song dropped, I was like, oh, damn, it sounds even better here. And and they were they liked it. I don't know if they loved it. I don't mm-hmm. know if they've listened to them since. Well, But they definitely liked it. So I guess the key is this will be the band of the week. Yeah, and we're at an hour right now. Let's so we can do it. So I think it's right to start the season 23 uh, premiere. With your album of the year. With my album of the year. <laughs> and I think we should go with The Black Seminole yes. by Lil Yachty, which is track one on his album, Let's Start Here. And I, this is my favorite song for sure on the album. I just think it's so cool. And give but it a listen. Let me know what you guys. The album cover is really trippy. Yeah, it's really trippy. But why don't we get into it? This is the Black Seminole by Little Yachty from his album. Let's start here. Amazing. So always get in contact with our asses. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter.com slash live605. Follow us on there, except for Facebook, because Facebook sucks. And then follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at Malencamp. I'm Val Gomez23, and you can check out some of our shots from this holiday season on my Instagram. Yep, so go give those a look. And until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Let's listen to Lil Yachty. I'm
John Mallon and Val Gomez. 